want more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Yeah, she's a little chilly out. Uh, outskirts, mound minus 2, minus 3. Uh, in town, plus 1. On the way to sunshine, 14 today and tomorrow. Uh, 10 degrees Friday, 8 degrees Saturday. Looks like a pretty nice stretch of uh, fall days ahead. Get out and do those outdoor pictures that everybody likes to do at this time of the year. It's also pretty foggy out this morning, so just drive with oh, a little bit of caution. That's right. Good point. Uh, a little slick, too, because of the frost. Might have to do some scraping. It's time for the 540 Funny, brought to you by the comic strip. Appearing this week, Langston Kerman. I love strip clubs. I f- do. Max girlfriend used to hate when I went there. She's like, why do you got to visit me at work? <laughs> girlfriend wants to be best friends but not have sex. That's like going back to your old job, working and not getting paid. K-97. So there we were saying to ourselves, selves, it's $27 million for the Lotto Max there for a Tuesday midweek draw. We better get in on that and include some listeners. Yeah, man. $3.375 million. And I see that uh, Friday's jackpot is $32 million. That's not off to a good start, Terry. <laughs> so, that would lead me to believe that the jackpot was not won last night. Brian, Ray, Brady, Tim, Calvin, and Gord were all in on our ticket. A couple of bucks would be nice. Let's see if we've got anything here. Check the Western Max. Appears to be non non-winning ticket. I'm sure I would have had a different reaction. Mm-hmm. 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 Oh, hey, look at that. We got two dollars. Well, I don't know if that deserves a big winner sound, so I'll just do this instead. I like turtles. Yeah, we do. Uh, so let's two bucks. Well, hey. Two dollars. Well, that will go back into the uh... You're only down seven now. Right. <laughs> so Brian Ray, Brady, Tim, Kelvin, Gord, you're you're out. For now. What uh, day is it today? Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. Well, $32 million Friday. I guess we'll have a... Group buying agreement starting tomorrow. gathering of the group buying agreement clan tomorrow and Friday. Get three people in each day that are listening and see if we can win $32 million. Uh, divided by eight, that's four. Hey, uh, give yourself a ding there, Terry. It's... it's uh, $4 million would be uh, enough to give your... I'll pay the kale tax on top of that. <laughs> Give your boss the old one-finger salute here on International Bosses Day. <laughs> <laughs> Happy International Bosses Day. Peace. K97. All right, your uh, weather forecast here today looks pretty decent. We'll have highs of 14 degrees today and tomorrow. A fair bit of sunshine right through into Saturday as well. Uh, Friday and Saturday will cool off a bit, but uh, hey, 14 on August, uh, sorry, October 16th. Close. Actually, it probably was 14 degrees. As a matter of fact, August 16th was Rockfest, and it was... Six degrees. It was pretty cold out. Yeah, look at us on the come up. One degree to start your day foggy and a little uh, frosty out there. You're going to have to scrape if you park outside. No wonder Greta's here. We do have a lot of climate change. That's, right, that's exactly right. Uh, maybe she's just here to get a great deal on a... 
on an off-road vehicle. Uh, the Alberta Snowmobile and Power Sports Show. Shop the new 2020 lineup of sleds and off-roads. Plus, great deals on gear, accessories, and more on this Friday through Sunday at the Edmonton Expo Center. Don't those use fossil fuels, though? Easy, easy, easy. I'm easy. just saying. How dare you? Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like the campaign is heating up even more. Tory leader Andrew Scheer believes his party's going to win a majority government on Monday. If the polls are to be believed, though, the Tories are at a tie with the Liberals, so we're not sure where he's getting that information from. But uh, if that's still the case, once the election is over, it means someone's looking at a minority government. Official numbers came out, too, for the advanced polls. Yesterday, we told you 2 million people voted on Friday and Saturday. Well, at the end of those four days, uh, more than 4 million people cast their ballot. That's a 29% jump from 2015. So, yeah, a lot of people are uh, things invested. It's good. Yeah. Use your... Use your civic duty. Good stuff. Okay, some uh, sport business. First, uh, Oilers at the top of the heap in the NHL are close to it. Five and one record. Connor and Leon close to, if not leading the league in points. James Neal has the, <coughs> excuse me, goal scoring lead right now. Uh, all is good in River City. They're uh, they're sweeping up after the John Fogarty 50-year trip last night and getting ready for uh, the Flyers in town tonight to take on the Oilers. Detroit in town on Friday. Uh, one other quick thing, Washington Nationals off to the World Series for the first time after uh, beating St. Louis 7-4 in the NLCS last night. Game four of the ALCS goes tonight as the Astros are leading the Yankees two games to one so far. Hey, so as we approach one year of legal weed in Canada, actually, I think that's today. Is it? Uh, it might be today or tomorrow, but the anticipated edibles market is about to roll out. Of the oven, I guess, if you could say that. Edibles? But yes, all the cookies, the baked goods, the Gummies. extracts. So that... Uh, Cinnamon. Yeah. It's, raisin. It's all going to be legal uh, starting tomorrow. Wow. Starting tomorrow. that So that includes all those beverages, ointments, oils, even makeup. You can get Weed cannabis makeup, cannabis makeup yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, because everybody loves their eyes, how they look after <laughs> after smoking weed. So putting some right directly on the eyelid <laughs> should be a phenomenal idea. It's going to take some time to hit the shelves. Expect to see it there mid-December. However, Matt from Apartment 6B says, Bro, I'm fully stocked. Buy one, get one free. Oh, it's got, he's got gift with purchase going already. Yeah, you just got to use the secret knock. Nice, Matt in 6B. Uh, here's some mindless news that... That's kind of our forte. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Ah, uh, yes. <clears throat> uh, joined friends, or joined uh, Instagram yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she made a single post, a grainy picture of her and her friends' co-stars. Mm-hmm. She joined Instagram, and so many people wanted to follow her that her page stopped accepting new followers and it actually shut Instagram down for a short period of time. An Instagram rep expected her page to be operating properly Soon, I suppose. The volume of uh, interest is pretty incredible. Her first post, like I said, was a, a grainy picture of her and Lisa Kudrow and... Uh, the cast Matt, of Friends, yeah. Matt LeBlanc, Courtney Cox, yeah. You want to hear some fun stats on this? Sure. Well, she's yeah, she's got... 
7.5 million followers after only 22 hours on Instagram. Yeah, we, I saw this happen yesterday. We were in there at like, what, 200,000? And every time I hit refresh, it was going up like 1,000, 1,000, 1,000. Right. So I did the math. 22, uh, sorry, 7.5 million followers in 22 hours equates to 5,681 followers a minute, mm. which then equates to uh, 94 followers a second. For one photo. 94 <laughs> followers a second. I spit hot fire and get unfriended. She's got one photo up there. <laughs> yeah. We're struggling to hit two grand. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> she is following 110. She follow. I am not sure if I'm going to follow back just yet. Oh, <laughs> listen to her over there. Yeah. K97. This week's uh, songs for K97's $40,000 foreplay brought to you by Met Credit. Don't Stop Believing by Journey, Rock of Ages, Def Leppard, Under Pressure by Queen and David Bowie, Hotel California by The Eagles. Listen for one, two, three, or all four of those songs for your chance to win your share of $40,000 with K97's $40,000 foreplay. Think of the birdhouse you could build with ten grand. Oh, I know. Yeah, we're doing our birdhouse. It's Terry versus Pete in the birdhouse challenge. And Friday morning, Brian Baumler will be in the studio just after 7 o'clock to judge our birdhouse. We were supplied with, uh, we were supplied with cedar uh, boards yesterday, six pieces of wood. Board is a good, yeah. When I opened up the kit yesterday, I'm like, the hell is this? There's, They're all warped. Horribly warped. Mine was br- cracked and broken from factory. Was it? Yeah. yeah. They're all warped, and uh, we have no fasteners. Like, there's no screws or anything oh. like that. No doweling or anything to put together. Uh, there's no plans. We were just given these six boards, and Brent, our promotions and marketing dude guy, kept the plans is that oh he did keep them oh yeah he's okay. got the plans he, right. and he's he'll probably look at the plans and say you know see how closely we came to you know building it the way it was supposed to be built how'd you do last night did you but, start it oh i'm done you're done yeah i'm done i just have uh i yeah. oh that's depressing <laughs> why well, I spent six hours on it, too, last night, but I didn't get anything put together. You know, and I was doing it yesterday afternoon. I was thinking, I'd never really built a birdhouse before. And then I thought, oh, wait, I did do one for, uh, I don't. I can't remember if it was my son or daughter. I know, father of the year. Um, I can't remember which kid I, uh, I built it with, but we had, uh, uh, we built a birdhouse and then put it on our fence when we lived in Northridge in St. Albert. And uh, birds actually came and lived in the birdhouse. And then the birds, the mummy bird and the daddy bird had eggs, and then the birds hatched. And then our cat Fizz sat there underneath the birdhouse and waited for them to learn how to fly. And as they learned how to fly, Fizz killed every one of the birds. And this was a great moment to teach your children about the cycle of life. Yeah, pretty much. And then we held the birds up and over a, a gorge and... There was singing. Disney. There was singing. Like Disney. Simba. Yes. See all this over here? That won't be any of yours because you're dead. So, yeah, yeah I've, I I just have some finishing touches to... Uh, finishing touches? Oh, well, boy, I'm way behind My on father this. was a, a finishing carpenter. What do you think? Uh, well, what I, I Yes, I knew that. How was I supposed to know that? Well, I, I, I'm just... I, I'm not going to just... You can't leave it just good one side. No, no. Well, (laughs) 
I'll be happy if it stands, to be fair. We did document. I, I took a couple of videos. I posted one this morning on our Facebook page and uh, Instagram. And uh, Pete's got some pictures that he'll share. Share I, I, I got a little distracted by the corona. And then, and then all of a sudden, my buddy Jack Daniels showed up. Right. And, and he's terrible with power tools. Uh, that was my question I was actually going to ask. Did you use any tools that you need to plug in? No, it's 2019. I've got uh, the DeWalt hot swap battery pack system. Okay. To, so but they you, count as power tools, yes. All right. I'm just wondering. I'm good. Dude, I'm actually not bad with woodworking. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that. I'm not I'm, horrible. I, I was not passing judgment at all. It's, I'm, I'm, I decided that I was going to go zero power tools. I I'll went all hand tools. Traditional. Mm -hmm. See, that would have been tough because I had a hard time fitting the hot tub and, and the perugula on the back of the birdhouse there. Uh-huh. So I needed some power tools to fasten that down there. <laughs> Pergola. Perugula. <laughs> Perugula is a little hangy-downy thing at the back of your throat. Yeah, it looks about the same as my birdhouse. <laughs> K97. So there was this story about a medical student named Joseph. He was at the uh, hospital that he was doing his internship at. and uh, Hey, he, he, was, got, he was about to go for his first surgery, man. He got stuck in an elevator. Yeah, he missed his first surgery. I hope that person didn't die. After reading the story, that's where my head went. So he's stuck in the elevator for mm -hmm. a while, and he's, you know, proving that he had a sense of humor. He was Snapchatting the whole experience. Well, here. that's the thing. He got stuck in the elevator and then got rescued after about 60 minutes. But it's what happened in between when the doors closed and when they opened again, which was kind of humorous, and he documented it on Snapchat as if he was stranded on a desert island or something like that. Yeah, his first one was currently trapped in the elevator. Minute 10, is this what hell feels like? Minute 15, if someone, was else, if someone else was on here with me, I would have already resorted to cannibalism. By minute 20, he uh, decided that he was going to start to MacGyver his way through the ceiling, which is fair. I think I would have tried to look for that escape hatch that I've seen in every Die Hard movie, right? <laughs> yeah. My problem is I can't reach it. So I've always thought about that, too. If I get strapped in an elevator, I hope somebody else is there for their you shoulders. Hope there's some sort of handrail or something like that that you can at least... By, by minute 28, he's named his laptop Wilson. <laughs> you skipped over the part where he thought about cutting off his arm. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It Minute wasn't trapped. Yeah. <laughs> he just thought about it. <laughs> Minute 33. Scratching out the solar and lunar cycle so I can keep track of the date. Of course he is. Uh, and then minute 37, my beard has already grown so much since becoming stranded. <laughs> minute 41. I get it, Wilson. Your beard is better than mine. Screw you, Wilson. Minute 43, I've decided to eat Wilson. <laughs> Minute 50, I have fashioned this headdress out of my scrubs to battle the sweltering burns from fluorescent lights. <laughs> he tied them around his head. And then minute 60, he was rescued by the two guys, with the, the Otis guys that have far too many keys attached to their belts. That's a lot of keys. It is. That's got to be like nine pounds of metal. You got to really cinch your belt up tight in order for those keys to not pull your pants completely off your hips. That's a... Yeah. That guy's that guy, you can tell, that's a 10-year Otis veteran right there. He's got, bet, he's got the haircut to match. And I'll bet you some of those keys aren't even cut. They're just blanks. You think that's a thing they do? Just, you know, the more Make keys yourself, you have? Yeah, it's like walking around the office with a piece of paper in your hand. 
You're on a mission. You got something important to do. You got a piece of paper in your hand, for God's sake. Is that why you always avoid me when we pass each other in the hallways? I'm on to you, I got a piece of paper in my hand. It's very important, something that I'm about to do. I'm ever, sure of it. You ever been stuck in an elevator? You ever been stuck in not, anything? Not to the point where I had to be rescued. It, uh, I had an elevator open halfway. Oh. So that we the doors opened and like the floor was at, at my rib cage. Yeah. And I thought, well, this is odd. You climb out or did, did you oh, wait yeah. for we, it to level we, up? Well, we climbed out, but the whole time we climbed out, I thought that it, the cable was going to give away and it was just going to cut me off right at the torso. So that, that kind of weirded me out. Well, then we could finally see eye to eye. <laughs> You've been trapped. <laughs> I've never been trapped in an elevator. I did get trapped in an outhouse once on a golf course. You ever had that? You ever see that happen? You go use the Sounds outhouse like the you- other three people in your foursome uh, had had enough of you. <laughs> Telling the story about the uh, doctor, the intern that uh, was supposed to be going into surgery, ended up getting stuck in a hospital elevator for 60 minutes, and he Snapchatted it, and it was pretty entertaining. I chuckled for sure. Yeah. Uh, You got stuck in a a porta potty at a golf course? (laughs) Yeah, I was playing around with a couple of the boys, and the wobbly pops were flowing, so it was time to go to the head there. So I said, hold on, guys, i got to go use the uh, outhouse for a minute. Jump in the outhouse, and I go to open the door after, and I mm-hmm. can't. It's stuck. They parked my golf cart directly against the door of the outhouse. And played through? And then left. <laughs> the group behind had to open it up and let me out here. They were, uh, I had to then scramble up to get back to them up at the green. I was like, you dicks. Hang on. The look on the woman's face that ended up uh, opening the door to see me there was yeah. shocked. <laughs> She, I, and a little peeved, I think, that there was shenanigans happening on her her local mm-hmm. golf course. But Here then, comes Porta Potty Pete. <laughs> um, Let's not make that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you have a story about being stuck somewhere, yeah, we'd love to hear it. Something that uh, hopefully ended up as being, you know, amusing or at least mildly amusing. Yeah, we don't want people that have like claustrophobia or something to phone in. Oh, and that might be entertaining. For us. 780-451-8097. Tell us about being stuck. Where were you stuck? The uh, story of the doctor, the intern being uh, stuck in an elevator for 60 minutes and he documented it on Snapchat as if he was stranded on a desert island. It was pretty pretty humorous. We talked about that earlier. Uh, Talked about us being stuck in stuff. Pete got uh, stuck in a, a porta potty <laughs> on a golf course. Because my friends are dicks, that's uh, why. Uh, your calls at 780-451-8097. Where have you been stuck? And Linda's on the phone. Yes, Linda. So I worked on a job site in Calgary, and uh, it was on the ring road. So we would all park along the side of this ring road to get ready to run equipment and do our tail bo- or our toolbox a little bit down from there. And everybody owned a white truck, of course, and mine was a white Ford with a flag on it. Anyway, after our toolbox, I left a little bit early to run down and start different equipment for the boss and uh, jumped into a truck, slammed the doors fired it up, went to drive away, and I looked around and went, "Uh uh-oh, not my truck. So I grabbed the door handle to jump out after I parked it, and it wouldn't, there was no door handle on the inside. I guess the guy had a screwed up door. (laughs) 
I couldn't get out. I couldn't open the window. Nothing would open. So I had to climb over all of his gear that was in the center and on the seat to get out the other side. Well, then the other door wouldn't open, and I was just freaking <laughs> right out. So, it, of course, the boss thinks everything's all fired up, and some guy walks over and goes, what the hell are you doing in my truck? I'm like, just let me out of here. This thing's a death trap. <laughs> I was crying, and oh, I felt so stupid jumping in the wrong truck, but I mean, we had 20 white Fords parked in a row, right? Yeah, yeah, that'll happen for sure. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Thanks, Linda. Uh, you're looking at 14 degrees in the sunshine today and tomorrow. Uh, a little cooler for Friday, Saturday, but still decent, nice fall weather, little sunshine. It was windy yesterday. That was unnecessary. I didn't notice. If I had hatches, I would have had to have battened them down. Uh, the comic strip this week at the comic strip don't miss from the ABC series Bless This Mess and HBO's Insecure. It's Langston Kerman. Be in the know about every show at thecomicstrip.ca. Training. Thanks, Tips. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock K97. Hi, K97. Who's this? Hey, it's Robin. Good morning, guys. What's up, Robin? Hey, he's talking about kind of being barricaded or trapped. Yeah. Oh, it was one time when we were out at the lake there. We were having a pretty good party the night before. And we all suggested that we were going to go water skiing at like 8 in the morning before everybody got up. Of course. So I kind of snuck away early from everybody else and went and crashed in my tent. Well, when I woke up to get out of my tent, the buggers, they put all kinds of stuff in front of my tent door. And it took me about a half an hour to get everything moved. Picnic tables, lawn chairs. <laughs> they had carts. They had golf clubs, all kinds of stuff, barricaded in front of my tent. So, what lesson did we learn? I don't know, maybe go to bed at the end of the party? <laughs> no, don't be the first to go to bed when everybody's crushing yeah, pints. That's yeah. right. Yeah. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock, K97. Uh, you'd probably have to snuggle up a little bit, but uh, you could get out on the boat today. 14 degrees in the sunshine today and tomorrow. Well, that's what's expected. Uh, that's decent fall weather. Uh, as, uh, well, it's plus one right now. so A <laughs> little, little frosty to start the day. You may want to live, wait till mid-afternoon. Uh, mid SWS Marine and Atchison is your one-stop shop for everything boating. Ask about their winterized shrink wrap and storage options. You can visit swsmarinegroup.com. Tory leader Andrew Scheer believes his party's going to win a majority government this Monday. Hmm. Um, nobody else has got any stats to back that up, but that's that's <laughs> his theory. Okay. Yeah. Uh, however, 4.7 million people voted at the advanced polls this past weekend. Those are the official numbers on that. That's a 29% jump from the 2015 election. So people are engaged. They're out there. They're doing their civic duty. And we'll find out who... Wins the Bachelor, I mean, becomes prior Prime Minister on Monday. Who wins the Bachelorette? <laughs> uh, Greta Thunberg is coming to Alberta. We don't really know what 
her schedule is or where exactly she's going to be. Even her media coordinator said he couldn't provide any details for her itinerary. There is much speculation that, you know, she might head up to Fort McMurray. Uh, Mayor Don Iveson hoping that she's going to pop into Edmonton so they can talk about the things that are happening to make, uh, a, you know, less environmental impact uh, that's going on here in the city. Uh, uh, chances are she won't be heading down to Rattlesnake Ridge down by Medicine Hat. There's a company linked to Warren Buffett says it's going to break ground on a $200 million wind farm in southern Alberta next year. BHE Canada is a subsidiary of Berkshire Hathaway Energy. says its Rattlesnake Ridge wind project southwest of Medicine Hat will produce enough energy to supply the equivalent of 79,000 homes. Berkshire Hathaway Energy also owns AltaLink, which supplies electricity to more than 85% of the Alberta population. And I thought to myself, well, isn't that interesting that Berkshire Hathaway Energy is doing that? Where's the money from our carbon tax? Go isn't our carbon tax money supposed to be... Shouldn't there be wind farms popping up left, right, and center? Plastic canoes and two planes aren't free, bro. All right. got to go somewhere else. I also want to know how you uh, sail a $30 million carbon fiber yacht to a landlocked province. But, uh, you know, that's uh, a whole other story. Uh, hey. You're trolling now. <laughs> How dare you? As we approach one year of legal weed in Canada, well, uh, next up, the much-anticipated edible market's about to roll out here, so that is legal starting tomorrow. Hmm. Now they're saying it probably won't hit the market till December as they uh, figure out how to get it there and, and what to have in it. This is going to include cookies. How, how to get it there? Tupperware. That's how you get it there. That's, uh, that's plastic, Terry. Unless they're going to return it's the It's not single-use plastic, Pete. Holy cow, I'm trying to be environmentally conscious here. How dare you? That includes cookies, candies, beverages, ointments, oils, and even makeup. So it's going to be an exciting time. Matt in apartment 6B says don't wait till <laughs> December. He's fully stocked right now. He's even got the eyelash curlers and cannabis. Eyelash curlers? Yeah, you know, the... the, the oh, yeah, I know what the... But the, you mean the extensions or the actual curlers? I don't know, bro. I don't know. The I can't that, figure out. Are, the are those that, eyelash curlers or is that what you use to perform a circumcision? Like, what What are those for? It's dual purpose. Never, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, man. I went to the salon, came out a little cockeyed. Uh, the Oilers. <laughs> The Oilers are at the top of the heap in the NHL right now with a 5-1 and one record. They're, uh, if they're not the top, they're close to it. Connor and Leon leading the way with points. James Neal with the goal-scoring lead. All is good in River City, don't you think? Uh, I know. Flyers in town tonight. They're uh, sweeping up Rogers Place there from the uh, John Fogarty trip last night. So Flyers in town tonight. And then Detroit. On Friday, we'll have the inside dish with Titch mm -hmm. tomorrow at 7.16. Find out what he thinks after the somewhat successful road trip and a great start. Somewhat. I'd call it a, a success. They only lost one. 
Yeah, it's so I mean, that's successful. Seven fifty coming home on that. That's uh, pretty good. Uh, Nationals heading to the World Series after beating St. Louis seven four yesterday. Astros and Yankees go again tonight in Game Four of the ALCS. There you go. Maybe you're uh, heading out to get that special deal, late season deal on a motorcycle right now. Well, if uh, you are doing that, then way to go, Buster. Saving a little chingo. Nailed it. Nicely done, Sally. Good to see you out and scooting a boot on the motorcycle. If you're doing that, remember, Klondike Insurance is, uh, well, they specialize in motorcycle insurance. Patty Bly, Betty Joe, and their outstanding team of insurance agents will get you all rigged up with your motorcycle home, auto, uh, all your insurance needs, RVs, classic cars, bundle it all to save some money, 780-439-0715, klondikeinsurance.com. 824 and 14 degrees is your expected high today and tomorrow in the sunshine. A little cool to start, but uh, eh, we'll warm up nicely. Uh, 8 and 10 degrees for Friday, Saturday. And still some sunshine, so not too, too bad. Uh, nice weather to get out for the Alberta Snowmobile and Power Sports Show. Shop the 2020 lineup of sleds and off-roads, plus great deals on gear, accessories, and more. It's on this Friday through Sunday at the Edmonton Expo Center. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominations are out. Last year it was Janet Jackson and LL Cool J that were nominated that everybody went, both, let's start this, though. Both phenomenal artists. I mean, LL's been doing it for 40 years. Janet, same kind of situation. But not exactly rock and roll now, is it? Yeah, and this year, it's Whitney Houston and Notorious B.I.G., you know, uh, respected in their fields. Obviously, incredible accomplishments over the course of their career. But... Not exactly rock and roll. So, I uh, mean... What do you think, uh, Meredith? I don't think they should change the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I think it should stay Rock and Roll and strictly Rock and Roll. I think they should make Hip Hop Hall of Fame, whatever other categories they want. All right. Well, that's... I I don't think you're alone, uh, but... Maybe they sh- Well, at this rate, by the time it hits 2023, we're going to have, and this year, the Wiggles have been nominated. K97. You know, it's interesting. I saw this just after the show ended yesterday and tweeted it out, thought it was pretty amusing. And it's one of those things where you've heard, heard kind of heard it as a, as a uh, almost like a, a street joke sort of thing. It's a dad joke for sure. Yeah. This classifies 100% as the ultimate dad joke finale. And uh, so I tweeted it out uh, after seeing the story, and then it uh, was all over social media, showed up on the news last night on Global News at 6. We have it here for you this morning. This guy is an Irish guy. Uh, had a, I'm guessing a terminal disease, and he was gonna die, and he knew he, he was knew his time die. was up. Yeah, uh, pretty good sense of humor about the whole thing, though, and uh, made it a little entertaining for the people that were attending his service at the burial. So what? What he? Well, you can. It, they started out with bagpipes and everything, and that, then the Paul Bears came in. And yeah, and, and, so yeah. and this is what have what started happening, f- emanating from the coffin. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. Love you. Come in. Hello. Hello. 
<laughs> so, so at first all the people were gathered around you, you know there's a six foot hole in the ground a coffin in the bottom <laughs> all of a sudden he's I got a kick out of it. You could tell who his immediate family was mm -hmm. because they were the first to laugh and chuckle because yeah. they knew that that was his humor. But I almost got to give this a power move. It's a power move. Yeah, it's uh, it's just one of those things. I mean, obviously, there's going to be some somber people at a at a you know yeah. service for someone who's just passed. But when you have uh, when you have something unexpected like that happen, makes thought, you smile. Yeah, I thought we'd share that. And the people who were there, they're going to whether they knew him well or not, they're going to remember that for the rest of their lives. Remember when uh, when Ed died. <laughs> Is he really dead? <laughs> yeah. People are going, should we let him out? Or should we open and check if he's dead or not here? At least check on him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are you giggling at? Your Wheel of Fortune thing. We'll talk about it tomorrow. The Wheel of Fortune dude guy? Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. I love when game shows kind of go a little awkward. Speaking of awkward, how's your birdhouse looking? <laughs> birdhouse is fantastic. Oh, somebody's puffing up his chest over there. No, it's just, uh, it is, uh, okay, if you don't know what's going on, we have Brian Baumler from HGTV. He's going to be in town for the home show this weekend, and we have him coming in on the show at 7 o'clock or thereabouts on Friday morning. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, I enjoy his, I enjoy his shows, so... Do you watch all of them? Not all of them. I mean, he's got a lot. He's he's kind yeah. of all over the place. Yeah. I, uh, I I like Brian. I get a kick out of his sense of humor and yeah. his uh, you know the the on camera relationship that he has with his family and his wife and and stuff with the, all of the things that go on there. Forty three children. Mm -hmm. And we uh, we figured well we'll have a birdhouse building challenge between Pete and me, and then get Brian to judge them. So our promotions guy, Brent, went out, bought two birdhouse kits. Now there's no there's no dowling, there's no uh, screws, screws nails, there's no nothing. wood, there's no plans. They kept the plans and then just saran wrapped it back together. Yeah. If you looked at it, it basically looks like firewood. It's six pieces of wood that we we're supposed to figure out. And uh, I mean, it's a birdhouse. It's not that difficult. And I'd be quite House. frankly surprised if, if either one of us or both of us couldn't. But Grade 10, bro. Yeah. Uh, so we, we have these birdhouses that we have to build. And uh, I built mine yesterday afternoon. And uh, is, is yours done? Oh, God, no. You're not done yet? Done. I, 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 I got it laid out, the pieces. All right. Then I got distracted by other things, and there's some Coronas involved. And then that was distracting. Uh-huh. And then my buddy Jack Daniels showed up. Oh, is how's he with a... Uh, uh... <laughs> Not now, Jack. I'm working. So, um, yeah, Does he, Jack Daniels know how to drill pilot holes for your finishing nails? No, Jack Daniels just knows how to take you to Montreal and back. <laughs> so my, my birdhouse is still unassembled. But I, I feel like I should have chosen a little bit better between the two, the two kits. Mine was Why? already pre-cracked in spots. The, oh, wood they, the wood they gave us isn't exactly tall. Yeah, too. it's it's cedar wood, and mine's all warped. Yeah, it's, like mine mine's so warped, like when you put up the two uprights there, it looks like the birdhouse has rickets. Well, you have to uh, make adjustments. Okay. How do we want to adjust 
the wow in the wood. Not giving you my secrets. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So I, I think what we're learning here is I'm kind of more the Tim Taylor of the two, and you're the Al, the sensible Al Borland when it comes to actually building the things. I'm excited to see how this comes out for you, I think, more than me. Because <laughs> 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 I, I, I feel your birdhouse will be a good representation of what can actually be achieved on the show. Okay. And then mine will be... Well, and we're not going to say which is which when Brian judges them. No, no, no. We're just no. going to set them there and say, okay, which one, to, you know, point out some, th- you know, strong points and weak points and tell us which one you think is the better birdhouse. Yeah, but are, are we going to give him a criteria to judge these on? Like, does he, or are we just going to let him do his thing? I think we should just let him pick the birdhouse that he likes the best. Like, it, it doesn't have to be whether he used a dovetail end or, you know, maybe chiseled it or... Brought out that fancy little saw thing you were using He's a over there. Professional contractor, I think uh, he, he, we we're, we're not going to have to give him any any tips. Uh, no, no, no. He'll 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 be able to look at him and uh, figure out whether <laughs> whether or not we should ever have a hammer uh, in our hand ever again. So that's Friday morning with Brian Baumler in on the uh, show. And then what we're going to do is I think what we'll do we'll ask Brian if he'll sign the birdhouses. Oh, cool. And then perhaps we'll auction them off. There's a 9 out of 7 chance he won't want to put his name on my birdhouse, but... (laughs) If you look close, you can't even see the duct tape, Brian. (laughs) Duct tape? I use dap. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. Doesn't sound like... uh, Jake Jake Taylor's here. Doesn't sound like you have uh, a lot of confidence in Pete's birdhouse building abilities. Well, you're going to use what? DAP to keep it together? That doesn't sound very good either. (laughs) Not to keep it together. Oh, just to fill in the cracks. Yeah, for the the space between the baseboard and the gyp rock. (laughs) <laughs> hey, look, as long as I take good photos of it, it'll be fine when I post it on Bird B&B. And <laughs> You're going to rent that puppy out, are you? Yeah. <laughs> are you going to put a little bed in there and the little Home entertainment system. This is the only way you can feel like the friendly giant. Where did you find this awesome place on VR Birdo? <laughs> <laughs> So uh, as long as I can get their money up front, I'll be okay. You're good to go. Yeah, gotcha. I'm good. We've uh, we're we're posting some videos and some pictures, uh, and whatnot. Uh, Pete'll have doing. Uh, I posted mine from last night's attempt. You got those up already? Yeah, they're up. Kay. They're up and shared. And, and you can see I I I'm not off to a roaring start. By oh, any it means. looked like you were. You looked like you were off. I wish I was over at your place <laughs> yeah. building my birdhouse too. So. I was off to a start, but it was not a great start for bird building. No, I suppose no. not. Yeah. Uh, so Friday morning, do you watch much uh, Brian Baumler? On you got to ask him about the resort. Oh, of course I would. Island of Brian. I watched that whole thing. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, and then it got. I don't know. Is it still standing? They yeah, paid a lot for those hurricane windows that they were putting yeah. in. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it worked or not. Yeah, we could find out. Very curious. They were tested, so we'll see. I may, I may have to be a big old geek and come in here and just do. Of course you will. Watch Brian. Why would he come in? He's a great, very cool guy. Big old shiny head. (laughs) Um, I'm going to tell him you said that, so I can get a couple extra points on my birdhouse. Of course. Hey Brian, welcome to the show. He's not going to know which birdhouse belongs to who.
I have a feeling he might. <laughs> Are you putting shiplap in yours or what? He's going for an open concept. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's got a nice little breakfast nook. Removed a wall and put in a steel beam. Have you got a coffee bar too? Uh, no, well, it's uh, an indoor outdoor with a pass through. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Very yeah, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, <laughs> And vertical, uh, uh, or sorry, horizontal fence board instead of oh, vertical for well, the mid, sure. mid-century modern. It looks very nice fence. that way. <laughs> uh, Jake is up next. She's got, uh, is it animals today? Animals today, speaking of birds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, you know what? When you start digging into specific songs with animals in the title, there's a ton of them. Bundle in the no jungle. Idea. Oh, no, that's no, where just animals live. Yeah, yeah. Uh, close. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking we might have to do a, a take two on this at some point down the road as well. Cause, is there uh, lots? There's tons. Lots to choose from. And lots of great uh, suggestions and votes coming in yesterday, too, so mm-hmm. that was fun. Keep them coming. Any uh, any song titles with uh, Moose? Nah, no. No. Not for the mm-hmm. countdown today, no. Okay. Caribou? Is there a, is there a song lemur. about caribou? <laughs> lemur? No. When the Lemur Breaks by Led Zeppelin. Oh, That's that was close. Levy. Yeah, Levy. Okay. <laughs> when the Lemur Breaks. Classic Rock.